Welcome to the Picture Book Look Podcast. I'm Kim Chafee. And I'm Kirstie Call. Together, we'll share some of our favorite picture books and chat with their creators to explore the journey from story idea to bookshelf. We'd love you to join us as we take a picture book look. Do you dream of creating picture books that will change a child's life? Learn how to write the story only you can tell at this year's Picture Book Summit. Join John Klassen, Juji Morales, agents, editors, and more on October 2nd, 2021. Visit picturebooksummit.com to register. Feeling stuck in your creative journey? Needing to change your narrative? Everything you want is possible. As a therapist-trained life coach for creatives, I'm excited to help authors like you create clarity and build self-confidence so you can achieve your dreams. Kirstie can help you get the drama out of your life and into your art. Visit kirstiencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com and register for a free consultation today. Hooray! I can't wait for us to work together to get you where you want to be. Hey, Kirsty. Hey, Kim. So earlier when you were talking about getting outside and exploring nature, I was going to suggest you go take a hike, but <laughs> then I realized that probably wouldn't come off the way I intended. Well, I do live in the middle of Harold Parker State Forest, so, you know, taking a hike wouldn't be two out of the realm of possibility. Okay, that's good to know. (laughs) Today we are highlighting Hike by Pete Oswald. This book is so fabulous. The first thing we love about this book is that it is wordless. The second is the detailed and brilliant illustrations. Because, you know, wordless. It needs to be, right? And it does deliver for sure. The third is It truly feels like we're out in nature when we're reading this book. I feel this sense of calm as I'm reading. It's It's so true. I love how powerful books can be for our emotions. Mm. The fourth fabulous thing is the father-son bonding and relationship, the family traditions. That's a cool aspect of this book. Last, I think it helps readers remember to appreciate nature. I think we all need that reminder sometimes. Definitely. What do you think is fabulous about this book? Make sure to tell us on social media with the hashtag PBL Summer Book Club. Happy Happy reading! Although we don't have new interviews this summer, we'll be replaying some of our most listened to episodes. Enjoy this PBL replay! Hey, Kirsty! Hey! So I'm not lying when I say that today's book is just dandy. Exactly. Today we're talking about Dandy, written by Amy Dykeman, illustrated by Charles Santozo. This book tells the story of Daddy's perfect lawn. Perfect, that is, until a dandelion appears. I love how this book combines humor and heart so beautifully. It really, really does. And I think it's also the perfect combination of text and art. We're so excited to chat with Amy Dykeman and Charles Santozo and take a look at their creative genius. So Amy, I know you touched upon this in your author's notes at the end of the book, but can you share your inspiration for Dandy? 
Oh, sure. Yeah. So like I say in the end of the book, Dandy was inspired by the hijinks in my old neighborhood. We had a very, very fun neighborhood, but all the houses were very close together. All the lawns were very close together and the, the streets like faced each other. So you would look outside your window and you would see your lawn, your neighbor's lawns, and then across the street, all your neighbor's lawns. Wow. <laughs> and so anytime anything popped up out of the ordinary, all the daddies would be like, hey, I noticed you've got crabgrass or oh, did I see a dandelion. And there was this enormous peer pressure among the daddies, which I thought was hilarious. You don't generally see peer pressure among adults. And um, it was all good fun and everyone even chipped in to help each other. But there was definitely this undercurrent of, hey, before that comes on my lawn, you better address that, you know? And, and I, this was just hilarious to us to see, like, anytime the daddies would freak out over a dandelion. We thought it was the greatest thing. I mean, a dandelion is basically like a toy that just grows <laughs> with the ground, right? So true. <laughs> not see it that way however so it was just fun to see all the daddies like really you know run around like mad anytime a beautiful little flower popped up I'm like oh this has got to be a story you know I mean this was just too much fun to ignore it's funny I actually hoped through my computer like I went I went on a deep dive in all my computer files I'm like can I find the very first little note idea for dandy and I did it was like back in 2013 wow wow yeah and that, I mean that's how picture books start right you get a little journey of an idea and go jot that baby down because as much as you think you're going to remember it like in the morning or the next week or whenever you sit down to write you ain't you know I mean (laughs) so I found this little snippet of this story that I jotted down and it was just three lines of dialogue that we see in the story you know it's a weed a flower Uh, I had a little more sass to my character though and I kind of missed I'm like I'm like oh could we have made sweetie more sassy but uh but I don't think so but like I said guys anytime you get that little germ of an idea jot it down absolutely I totally agree that's great it's funny that you tell that story of your childhood because that's my childhood as well my father was daddy lion you know come the end of winter he's out shoveling those last few things of snow off of his lawn just because it's time to start preparing for spring and getting the lawn beautified again (laughs) yes well here's to all the lawn warrior daddies yes yes exactly charles So what was it about this project that made you want to take it on as the illustrator? I'm a big fan of Amy. That's the first one, right? And then I was like, suddenly one day I got this email, you know, someone asking me, are you interested in looking at this manuscript? I saw this manuscript a while back, but, um, you know, the title a while back. But then I was like, okay, I'll have a look. And obviously... It's just as brilliant as I thought it would be. Aww. It's uh, so fun. It's so fun to read aloud. Usually what I do is when I actually first read the manuscript, I'm trying to have a visual, like the tone of the book and stuff like that. From the, from the title alone, I didn't actually know what the big tone is about. And, you know, but once you get to the first page, second page, it suddenly it's just visuals just like pops out in my head. And then, you know, it's, I was just reaching my keyboard as fast as I could <laughs> saying yes with a lot of discrimination marks. That's about it. As easy as that. Oh my goodness. No. <laughs> I love it. The whole team was over the moon that Charles said yes. They're like, oh, it'll be perfect. This is great. So yeah. we were just thrilled. <laughs> I was heart set on Charles. I'm like, oh, you'd be perfect. And when it just, it all lines up, it's, it's magic. It's great. Magic. I know, Charles. I'm a big fan of 
all of your illustrations. Oh, I love what you, you did with Ida always. And they're so different. Oh. It's so diverse. You can do anything <laughs> so and it's all right? like brilliant yes. and touching. And, and the thing with Charles's art is you see one of his characters and you, you know them. It's just perfect. <laughs> Thank you. It's beautiful. There's so much emotion. Back to you, Amy. What was your writing process like for this story? It was, I guess, back in 2013. And I didn't even remember that, you know, when I first had the germ of the idea. But that's, you know, like I said, you got to write down these little germs of ideas. And I do. I keep like huge, messy, all over the place files. And sometimes I don't even file, sometimes just scraps of paper, which is really terrible. I have to get more organized. One of these days I will. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I had this little scrap of an idea that it would be a very funny scenario to see this interplay between, you know, the daddy who wants the pristine lawn and the little girl who just loves the flower. And so I know I jotted that down. And I think I didn't really get started like rolling again on this until like maybe 2016 or so. Um, I do think it was pretty quick in the telly once I got started on it. But keep in mind that was already what, like three, maybe four years of just rolling around in my headspace, you know, which is somehow Mm. the way stories do. And you don't really get it until it it really pops to you the right way. Like in looking at the little scrap that I'd written back in 2013, I had different character names. And like I said, there was a different feel to the character personality itself. And sometimes things just need to simmer, you know, like your stories are like, like cooking soup, you know, you need to put it on the back burner and just let it go for a while. But when it's ready, it's ready. I mean, like when a story is like, this is my time to be told, you better listen up on her. <laughs> it comes at you. And there's nothing else you could do. You got to get into it or you'll just drive you nuts. So, I mean, I've, I've burned dinners. I've like, you know, left laundry in the machine for two days, you know, where I was like, oh no, wait, I was supposed to take care of that. But the story just grabs you and, and you gotta go. Yes, right. absolutely. Oh. So you, you work on this story, you create this amazing, hilarious, heartfelt story. And then Charles, you get it in your inbox. Can you mm. shed some light on what your illustrative process is like? Yeah, sure. I usually, I cried. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Happy tears. Happy yeah, tears. Right, right. And, yeah. Uh, what I usually do, I read the manuscript like uh, several times. When I say several times, probably like 15 times or <laughs> 20 wow, times just wow. to get the feel. Because what I usually do is I will let the story dictate the look of the book. It's kind of like a trial and error process uh, for me anyway, because I I do change a lot from book to book in terms of style. But of course, back and forth, back back and forth with um, our wonderful art director and editor. Uh, at Lil Brown. So it's a good process. It's quite a long one for this because we want to really get the feel of the book because obviously the book has uh, a lot of funny things in it, but it also has a really heartfelt story, especially towards the end, right? So we, we want to balance it. Like, okay. So we try different ones. What I don't want is for the illustrator to jump too much that kind of distracts the, the readers from the actual words because the words meant to be really funny too. So it needs to be like 50, 50, the more balanced, the better in a way. So you did a really yeah, good but, job of that. Yeah. Yes, oh, he thank did. You. <laughs> thank you. But I did took some inspiration from different, different elements or different things that I love for Dandy, especially I took inspiration a lot from old cartoons. Like, do you guys know like this, there's this dog character called Droopy. This is a while, oh, while back. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's droopy, right? So I want to get that feeling in a book form. And it's kind of like, that's the tricky part, right? So again, back and forth, back and forth with sketches and layouts and stuff until we get the comedy timing right. That's and then, so interesting. I love it. Yeah. The page that 
says, Daddy got serious. Or Daddy is dressed as a ninja, a mad scientist, right. a construction worker yeah. with a jackhammer and, <laughs> and a, a pirate. pirate. <laughs> I'm just curious, were there art notes for that? Or did you just come yes. up with... Yes, yes. Uh, Amy's art notes is wonderful. <laughs> Sometimes, like, when I receive art note that's too restrictive, I, I get like, oh, but it's great. This one is really fun. So we tried different things, too. And even some of the art notes, uh, we, we kind of like play around with it uh, some more. Some of them actually got killed a little bit, as in like uh, got changed. For example, the Jedi one. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah I worry about that, Amy. Yeah, that <laughs> so much better. And again, and, and as always, art suggestions are just that. They're just suggestions. That's right. right? So excited to put it in. But again, sometimes, again, the balance. We just right. have to get the, the story flows. Every illustrator, and of course, Charles included, like always wows you and brings so much more than as an author. Mm. You need you know, visualize in your head, you know, they visualize everything, you know, right. and then it comes out. And so again, it's just, it's just like, Hey, this is a way we could go. And, and yeah. then they always bring so much more. So, and you did, yeah. those scenes were think, especially fun. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think art notice, especially for me anyway, like uh, it's very, it's, it's quite important because it gives you kind of like the first vision from the writer in a way. So I don't mind it so much. In the end of the day, right, it's all about the story. So when someone reads your book, Amy, what do you uh, hope they feel or learn? Oh, wow. Uh, Dandy in particular. I hope that they see family and community and give and take, which is always important. I, I think there's hopefully a little lesson of give and take in every book we have, because that's the wonderful thing. You combine all these different personalities and these different wants and needs and drives and everything. And we all live together. So you have to figure out, okay, how can we all work together? Taking into account and respect all the different needs and wants and ideas and personalities and things that people like and go, okay, but then again, how can we all just harmonize that, you know? Yes. And, and I think yes. that, that Dandy did achieve that, you know? I mean, we the daddies still get to be gardeners. They're just now <laughs> gardening dandelions, you know? Right. I love that at the end True. where they've got their dandelions and they're hanging out with their kids because at the beginning, exactly. they're all working on their lawns and the kids are independently hanging out. And then at the end... Yes, that was Charles' brilliance. That was all Charles' papers. And papers. he did that so beautifully. He's like, this has got to be the difference, right? It's like, you know, in the beginning, they're not. They're, the kids are off doing their own thing, or they're not even outside or whatever. And in the end, it brings everyone outside and together, that harmony. And brilliant, Charles. Every time I look at the end pages, I laugh, man. I'm like, oh, yes, you got it. That's Nailed so it. good. Love yeah. that. I love putting a little bit of story and, uh, and papers as an opening, as an ending. I think it ties everything together so nicely. Such a beautiful collaboration. So Charles, when someone reads Dandy, what do you hope that they feel or learn? I hope they feel really, really happy and, and um, have that empathy because obviously it's a really good skill to have. So Beautiful. hopefully we can put that seed into everyone's mind. A big, big thank you to Amy Dykeman and Charles Santoso for joining us today and giving us a look into their creative process for Dandy. Check out the show notes to learn more about Amy and Charles and the other fabulous books they have coming your way. And remember, if you have a picture book that you love and you think we might love it too, send us an email at picturebooklook2 at gmail.com. That's picturebooklook and the number two at gmail.com. Happy looking!